Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. I'm Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw coming to you on a beautiful Wednesday morning from the Circus Studio in downtown Las Vegas. It is Wednesday, so I'll have our buddy Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer and betting analyst from Yahoo Sports, join the program in about 30 minutes. Plenty to talk about. We've got French Open. Early baseball in progress here on a Wednesday morning. NHL playoffs, and let's start with the NBA from last night, where uh, my bet on the Warriors to close out the series didn't really come to fruition. Big rain delay, but what else was raining was threes by the Dallas Mavericks. It's a make-or-miss league, and they were hitting their threes last night. Yeah, you're absolutely right, but I'll tell you from a Dallas perspective, the one thing that concerns me going forward if they're going to make a push in this series is the fact that they shoot, I think, 43%. Golden State shot the ball well. Overall, I'm sorry, from the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Golden State, 49 from the overall, and Dallas, 50, 51% from the overall percentage. But you have a huge lead. You squander that. Golden State comes back. I just don't think Dallas can sustain this over the next three games to be able to make a real push against the Warriors. Well, they've, they, they, they end up winning the game, and they cover the game, obviously. But blow a 20-point lead in game two, and then a 30-point lead down to single digits here at the end of this game. They're a dangerous team because when they're on fire, they're on fire, and you have to match them three for three. Uh, what we'll draw from that, I don't know. Let's get to the, the main event tonight, though. I mean, this series has had it all. Celtics Heat, game five in Miami, tied to a piece. I'm, I'm really interested in your thoughts on this because I have an opinion, but I haven't made a bet yet. Think about this. I, I think we can take game one and kind of throw it out with Boston coming off that tough seven-game series against the Bucks. Adrenaline got them to halftime, but they couldn't hang on. Third quarter, Miami dominated. 
Okay. Game four, Miami had its full complement of players. They played all five regular starters. And those five starters combined for 18 points in game four in Boston. I'm all, 192 minutes have been played in this series. There have been exactly four lead changes. Whichever team gets to the front in the first quarter. <laughs> That's amazing. It's over. I'm leaning really heavy here, Celtics and six, and making that play. You know, it's funny you said that. I was thinking about that this morning. I think this is going to be Celtics and six as well. I'm hoping I'm wrong, uh, but right now the concern is uh, P.J. Tucker questionable for Miami, Tyler Hero questionable. Uh, I think if you're Miami, you need a new strength coach. They've had too many injuries throughout the course of this season. Victor Oladipo's missed a handful of games. Jimmy Butler, this team was different when Butler came back after his COVID miss. Bam Adebayo has been in and out of the lineup. Um, Mike, I just don't think they have the continuity. I think it's a well-coached team, but I think Boston's the better team, the superior team. I think both teams can lock you down defensively, but I have greater confidence, and I can't believe I'm actually saying that, in Boston's offense. I, I, I Tatum's an amazing player, and he's going to be a superstar if you don't already consider him that in this league, but I think Jimmy Butler's the best player in this series. Do you think... When Tatum's career hits its heights, he will be better than Butler is yeah. now. Uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. Line tonight, Celtics are laying a point and a half. Interested in the total here for a second, Amal. Last game was played in the 180s. And we kind of seen those first three games went over. So we saw the totals go from 203.5 up to 208, 207.5. Back down to 203.5 tonight, which I think is more of where it should be. And I still lean under here. Tend to agree with you. Uh, you look at the score so far, 118, 107, 127, 102, 109, 103, and then this last game, 102, 82. We see it in hockey last night, if not, and I know we'll get into that Mike Smith goal, but um, you know, as you get towards critical games in a series, you know, swing games, 2-2, I think you'll see a much better defensive effort. Now, you always are worried about that one quarter that could explode on you and take a game over the total, but I think with the way Boston defended, um, I think we'll see something similar here. But uh, Miami has done a nice job of rebounding in terms of their defensive effort when they've struggled. We saw that in the first half against Boston in game number one, game three, after they got embarrassed in game two. Celtic money continuing to come in here, Amal, up to two and a half now. Which was the better way to bet this? I I'm looking at Celtics and six to win tonight and close out in Boston on Friday night. That's plus 150. Celtics for the series, minus 175, meaning you would get a chance to come back in game seven should you lose tonight. I would actually go to tonight's game and just take Boston. Lay the two and a half or play the money line tonight? I would say two and a half based on the number you've given uh, at the plus 140 to win in six, right? Plus 150 to win oh, in six. plus 150. I, I don't know if you're getting enough value because even if Boston wins tonight. They're favored in both games. The, no two question, and a half and they'll probably be what, six and a half at home? Yeah, six and a half, seven. Um, but they could just as easily lose game six at home even if they went, why do you say no? I, I know they've already lost at home, right? They lost the game where Miami got up by 30 in the first quarter, whatever it was, and they returned the favor. I just think that overall and on the merits here, Boston is the better team. I agree. They're healthier right now. Yep. They've shown an ability to win. I throw game one out. If you throw game one out, coming off that seven-game series, really they're up three to one in this series, or they're up two to one in this series. You know, you're absolutely right in all the arguments you're making, but the one thing I would point out is anytime a team's back is against the wall and you're facing elimination for your season, the air of desperation kind of uh, sets in and teams can play maybe at a different level than you might anticipate. Yeah. Um, series MVP, you mentioned Jason Tatum right now, minus $1.10. He was even money yesterday. Took some cash on him, even though they didn't play a game. Jimmy Butler, plus 170. Jalen Brown, 7-1. to one. Yeah, I, I still think Tatum's going to be the guy for Boston. 
And I think it'll be Jimmy Butler if it is the uh, Miami Heat. Circa has posted a theoretical line um, for the NBA Finals. Warriors, $1.30 favorite over the Celtics, $1.90 favorite over the Heat. $1.30 over the Celtics. I Look, I want to tell you, I think, I think the Celtics are winning this thing. I, I think their defense will be tenacious. I think they'll be able to frustrate Steph and Clay a little bit. I think Golden State's very reliant on the perimeter. Uh, um, you got to give Boston a lot of credit for what they've been able to do. And I remember, you know, we talked about this earlier. There was some, I think it was ESPN.com or someone had it graphically where they said uh, Boston's a team to pay attention to. And I said, no, they got no shot. And obviously, I'm dead wrong. But to me, um, I think the way they're playing, Mike, I think you look at the Boston Celtics right now. Uh, let's get to some early baseball. Yeah. Uh, two starts scheduled early. One got pushed back by rain and just about to get underway. That's Detroit, who lost yet again. Sonny Gray looked like Sonny Gray from six or seven years ago. They lose two to nothing to Minnesota last night. They're trying to break their losing streak. That game about to get underway. Uh, conclusion, I believe, of this series in Pittsburgh between the Pirates. Uh, a low-scoring series so far between the Pirates and Colorado. That started at 9.30 Pacific. We're in the top of the fifth where the Rockies are threatening again. Second and third, nobody out. Already beating Mitch Keller 4-2 to two at this point. Yeah, and they've got runners on second and third and nobody out, so they, they got a chance to extend this lead. But to your point, um, you know, this Pittsburgh team, very horrific offensively throughout most of the season, and I think uh, just something to kind of pay attention to when you're potentially betting against them. By the way, Mike, you can rest easy. Your boy Carlos Alcaraz has just broken back-to-back time, so you're up a break in the fifth. He's won four consecutive games yeah. and, and a chance to win five on a service game. We're referencing this match with fellow Spaniard uh, Ramos Vinolas. You know, it was interesting because I was listening to the commentary on this. Alcaraz won the first set 6-1. And then Ramos Vinola 7-6, 7-5 in the second and thirds and was serving for the match in the fourth set. Um, up 5-4. Uh, Alcaraz, after several deuces, broke. They're now in the fifth. Alcaraz seemingly back in control of this match. But Ramos Vinolas in 2019, which was the last full year, no COVID, right, before yeah. COVID, won more clay court matches than anybody else in the world and won four clay court titles. So he's an accomplished clay court player, as many Spaniards are. Absolutely right. And uh, you see in the South American swing, uh, whether they're Argentinian, Spaniards, they have tremendous success. And that's why he's been able to push Alcaraz, obviously, who's a rising superstar in tennis, uh, to this brink. But looks like he's going to find a way through. The path to the French Open crown for Iga continues to open up as fourth-seeded Maria Sakkari goes down this morning. Yeah, listen, the seedings in tennis sometimes are very misrepresented. I told you Maria Sakkari is going to be NFL, not for long for the French Open. I bet, I bet against her I today. I know you did. <laughs> and uh, Karolina Mukova from the Czech Republic, terrific player. She, been was, in, a top, she was a top 15 player uh, two years ago before a stomach injury. I she mean, was out for seven months, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Had core injury, had a core injury. Yeah. Terrific young, talented player, great disposition, doesn't get too high or too low going to be dangerous. I believe a player who's eventually going to win a Grand Slam title. Uh, not sure wh- which uh, tournament it would be, but I-, I don't think when you look at some of these other players, it's really opened up nicely for Iga. Petra Kvitova in action right now, down a break in the first lost her first service game. She was a $2 favorite in match now, about a, a $1.60 uh, Daria Seville, a $1.60, $1.70 favorite in play right now. Up a break in the first. Yeah, I told you, you and I were texting this morning, and I said, watch out for Daria Saville. She's been terrific. She's beaten Petra three out of five times in her career, but more importantly, with her speed, she can run everything down in the clay courts. And listen, Petra's been a great, great champion, twice Wimbledon champion, but she's reaching the end of her uh, career, and it's been an illustrious one. But unfortunately, I just think this is going to be the norm, and th- you got to take advantage of some of these numbers against some of the more known commodities out there, and this is a perfect example of it. A match in progress right now. 
Uh, Sebastian Corda, 27th seed, American. Peter Corda's son. Uh, wins the tiebreaker in the first against Richard Gasset, Gasquet, the Frenchman, and up a break in the second. Uh, Corda was a 230 favorite um, pre-match. Yeah, Sebi right now leading, as you mentioned, winning that mm-hmm. first set. But he's uh, serving at 1540, facing a double breaker here for Gasquet. Terrific uh, French talents, won about 15 career titles uh, but, again, another guy reaching the near end of his career just based on age, 35, 36 years old. Question about this match with Alcaraz here. If he does survive, and it looks like he will. Hold on. ARV has just broken back. So they're on serve now. Yeah. In well, let's say he does hold on. Does this match leave you questions? You said it was about three guys here coming into this tournament. The, you know, Alcaraz, Rafa, and Joker, and you like Joker. Does this, if you have an Alcaraz future cause for concern well yes i mean there's no question about it we're tied to four in the fifth set i mean you're you're a service game and a, a break of serve away from going out uh, i feel bad because everyone in the Vison studio here is pulling for alcaraz except me uh, i know you brit and rob they're all we call rob's uh, son carlos alcaraz back there <laughs> they're all cheering for uh, uh carlos here i know you got him in a parlay but mike if he goes out, it makes it a lot easier for the Joker. The VEASAN Summer Special is here for only $39 now, not $59. You get everything VEASAN has to offer from now through the end of July. Adam Burke on Major League Baseball, Jonathan Bontobel on the NBA, and Andy McNeil on the Stanley Cup playoffs. We'll also be covering preseason NFL, golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Plus, you get Point Spread Weekly, the free daily email and use of all our betting tools, including the revamped betting splits page. $39 through July 31st. Sign up at vcin.com slash summer. Up next, I'll ask them all if he's interested in the alternate puck line tonight in Denver. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. 
Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Are you tired of the same old, same old when it comes to nicotine? Have you been looking, hoping, wishing for a more satisfying, discreet, or smoke-free way to experience nicotine satisfaction? Well, if you have, I have the answer. Three little letters. Z-Y-N. Zen nicotine pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free tobacco alternative. They're available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, mango, and a mall's personal favorite, citrus. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head on over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find. This product does contain nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. 4-4 in the fifth set in the French. Alcarez and Ramos Vinolas. Uh... Alcaraz with the break point here. Back and forth they go. Yeah, Vinolas uh, missed the uh, first serve. And then, you know, these guys are so talented. You give them a second serve opportunity, you're going to take advantage of it. And that's exactly what Alcaraz did. Uh, I don't even know if these guys in the back are actually paying attention. I think everybody's watching this match as you and I are right now. <laughs> uh, let's get to the ice. Yeah. Last night, we'll start out at Madison Square Garden. It continues for Carolina. Can't win on the road. Win every game at home. Five-minute major really turned this game in the first period. We were heading for a 1-0, 2-1 type of game. Rangers score two goals on the five minutes, take the lead, and really command of that game, and even the series now at two, Amal. Yeah, absolutely. An amazing job uh, by the Rangers last night. Igor Shosturkin was outstanding. And, Mike, I'm sorry, I was watching the match. Alcaraz had just three of the best defensive lobs I've ever seen, and he got the point, now you can rest easy as he's going to be serving for the set as Vignola throws his racket. I've seen him serving. Uh, I've seen him serving up a break here before in the fifth, and it didn't go so well. <laughs> but, Hold but, your horses. Uh, getting back to Shosturkin, his performance last night was like Alcaraz's on this last point. He was unbelievable. Remember, I told you coming into this game, you kept on saying Carolina's done. It's over. They're going to win this thing. I'm I, telling I didn't you, keep on saying that. Okay, you I said it once. It was implied my the rest of the way. Hedging ticket. Then you said, <laughs> "Why would you parlay him? Why would you?" And all of it was true. Now just leave it alone and take your losses and pull <laughs> for the Rangers. <laughs> and uh, the Rangers are playing so well right now, but. 
If you are Rod Brindamore's team, you've got to stay out of the penalty box. I don't know. We if said that every time in Boston. I, I know, but <laughs> but I don't know if either of these teams can be very effective in a full five-on-five situation. These teams have been tremendous defensively. I love the way they're both playing. They're not giving up the odd man rushes, but you got the big guys showing up. Uh, Kreider and Zibanejad have been outstanding for the Rangers. Uh, Panarin's starting to take a few more shots, which is helping out. But how about the save, Mike? I thought the tone was set the first four minutes in this game. Igor Shosturkin, uh, Shosturkin robs post Carolina. Post. <laughs> Unbelievable. I thought Mike Great I'm, pass. He had a wide open net, but a little bit too not quick enough taking the shot, and Shosturkin got there. Regardless, I, I thought Shosturkin made a phenomenal save. I mean, he's got he's got the full 24 he's looking at. He, he's got to put that one in. Uh, I have to ask you a question because I got a lot of texts about this last night. You're down 4-1. Um, you have an offensive zone faceoff with a little over four minutes to go. How come Brenda Moore didn't pull the goalie? A couple of factors, in my opinion. Okay. First, that penalty that came up for the Rangers that gave them the power play. That was two minutes negated. Generally, you see the pulling of the goaltender at about five to six minutes ago, maybe six, seven minutes to go. That was the crucial juncture. The other thing was, I think Brenda Moore is a realist. He's been around a long time. They weren't scoring three goals on this guy. There was no reason to even, I mean, give that and just put an extra goal on the board for the Rangers. I knew when they didn't pull him off a face-off with four yes. and a half, he wasn't going to pull him I, at I three, agree. at two. I knew it was over. 100%. He wasn't even looking at the bench, Ranta. No, he was no. not. And, you know, look, give... And, you know, it's funny. A friend of mine was complaining about this to me. He goes, I don't understand this. He goes, you keep pulling the goalie. All you're doing is giving up a goal the other way. This is not helping anybody. I, I didn't even think uh, Calgary needed to pull Markstrom in that situation with the power play, and Evander Kane beats them. Evander Let Kane offense... had a defender in front of him. That's a bad beat if you had under two and a half, in, or if you had Calgary and a plus half. a puck and a half. Well, you right? could, yeah, you could have gotten off of it, though, plus 280 on over seven and a half when the game was tied with about five and a half, six minutes to go. Yeah, you had to pull the trigger right away because yeah. they, they pulled that down. Let's look ahead in this Rangers-Hurricane series. Back to Raleigh tomorrow night. Hurricanes are a $1.55 favorite in game number five. Under is five and a half, juiced minus 135. Hurricanes puck line. He's playing the home team on the puck line, an interesting angle, like you said last night with the Rangers. Plus 180 for the Hurricanes on the puck line. Yeah, uh, not high enough for me, but I'm going to tell you, I will probably come back on the under in this game. I ended up making a play on the under last night, and I wish I'd waited a little bit longer. Could have gotten six and a half. I'm lucky. I played no goal first five and, and, and that I didn't play one and a half first period because the juice got so high. Yeah. Terrible beat with the penalty, and you get two goals. It should have been 0-0 in the first. I, I tend to agree with you, but then I would counter with both teams had some early opportunities in the first five to yeah. seven minutes that they should have probably uh, scored Mr. on. Save made save my bet. I should have <laughs> lost that bet. Exactly. Right, but I think that this is gonna be another under. However, I am not as confident. Think about this Carolina has now played 11 games so far this postseason, and they've all gone the way of the home team. There's a buzz when they get down there, but Mike, I'm telling you, I think the way the Rangers are playing right now, we're it feels like Rangers Tampa. They blew this series in game one when they had the, the lead, with they, two did. they did. Uh, so pre series price, um, Hurricanes were between a dollar 80 and a dollar 90 in the markets. Here's your series price right now, best two out of three. Hurricanes minus a dollar forty-five. Rangers plus one twenty-five. Um, that's a good question. Oh, I don't know. I, I don't think I could play the series price unless I have an overwhelming confidence one way or the other. I do like the Rangers, but the reason why I say it is I feel like the price should be a little bit higher because they've got to win at least one game on the road. Whereas Carolina could, you know, just do what they've been doing, which is hold serve like your boy Carlos just did. Yeah, he did. It's over. It's over. Oh, yeah. Very well. Now we need Rafa. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, strange game in Edmonton last night. Markstrom has handles a puck in the first minute and gives Edmonton a goal. They score again at the end of the period to go up 3-0. Calgary battles their way back into it, 3-2 at the end of two. 
and then they kill off a penalty halfway through the third period, and they clear the puck as the penalty ends. Mike Smith loses the puck in the crowd, and it goes in from how many feet? I 80 say, feet away? No, no, no. Probably about a buck 20. Okay. 135 officially. Okay, yeah. there we go. Um, you know, I watched that a few times on the replay. And well, why why was he looking around to blame somebody? I mean, he's like he his teammates. <laughs> they, they, they cleared the no, puck. He's looking that. around. What is he doing? The um, you know, the, it, look, he made a mistake. It didn't come back to bite them. Give him a ton of credit. Look, the difference in this series to me is Markstrom's not played well. You got to stop Kane's shot as well. The the, the, the shot that Kane made, or who, who made the shot? The MT, uh, oh, you t- uh, the uh, uh, sorry, the fourth goal. I was going to say Nugent Hopkins. Nugent first, Hopkins goal. The, the, uh, you, you see it? It's from uh, it's straight on. And he beats you over the shoulder. You got to make those saves. I mean, he gave away a goal at the beginning. He hasn't played well enough. And now the Flames find themselves down 3 1, heading back to the Saddle Dome tomorrow night. Oilers now a $6 favorite to win the series. Well, I like the Oilers. By the way, can we just take a minute and talk about the greatness of 97? Oh, God. Again? He's the best player in the world. It's not even close. As good yeah. as Dry Saddle and Matthews and all these other guys are, it's not, when you watch him get the puck and then the they cru- should win the cup. Listen, there, there are other teams. Have you seen his goaltender? His goaltender's given up 135 footers. He 135 did. footers. And, and bounced back from it, didn't give up another goal. And they, but Smith s- played very well in the first period. He did night. play. He did. Well, he did. But I mean, come on. I don't understand. Why are you so high? He's like Connor McDavid. The second goal was weak. Yes. Uh, against them off the rush, where they, they, nobody, but nobody even forced a player out. Anyhow, any shot for the Flames here, or do I have a dead ticket? No, I have the flame. I have a flames future as well, but I didn't hedge on this one. I, I just kind of said, you know, I didn't put a lot of money on it. I'll take my chances, and I think it's going to be Edmonton that comes through. But I'm telling you, by the way, love uh, Barry Melrose's description of the difference between Edmonton and Calgary. Um, but if, if well, he said, "I'm sorry, <laughs> what's the setup here?" Thank you. Sorry, my bad. I apologize, <laughs> Mr. Professional. And to find over out, tune in the ESPN. <laughs> no, 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 no. He goes. If you're from Edmonton like myself, you know, your, your dad worked on, uh, on, on the rigs. Oil. My nephews worked on the rigs. And he goes, if you're from Calgary, your dad's got an expensive car. <laughs> uh, let's get to Denver tonight where we'll, the Avalanche. Let's move on. Well, it's enough with the McDavid talk. It's like talking about Trout. Win something and then talk to me. All right. Uh, Blues Avalanche. Av's a heavy favorite tonight. Uh, 260, probably juiced up even more than that. May close at $3. People will play the avalanche on the puck line tonight, but here's what I suggest. I suggest taking a look at the alternate puck line. Tonight. Two and a half? Two and a half. Yeah, I knew that's where you were going. And a plus price. Yeah. Look at what... You're stuck with Ville Husso. He's not playing well. You're in that atmosphere in Denver. They can finally break through this, this glass ceiling that they've had where they can't get out of the second round. I think it's a huge night in Denver. And if the Blues can make this competitive, I'd be surprised. Minus a puck and a half, interestingly enough, is even money. I saw plus 240 on two and a half. I tend to agree with you. I think it's worth a shot because mm-hmm. remember one thing, even if it's a one-goal game and Colorado takes the lead to go up two, they will still have the goaltender out. Because it's an elimination game. game. Yes. Absolutely right. So I think there's that possibility. Um, one thing I hate to concede is I think you might have been right had Jordan Bennington stayed healthy. The Blues I don't would- know that they win the series, but... Every game would have been more competitive. Well, they had the lead when he One had nothing. yes, when he had to leave, and it felt like Colorado wasn't going to be able. Colorado, to it. if they had lost Game Three in St. Louis and went down two one, would have faced adversity for the first time all year. Yeah, I'll say this: I, I believe Colorado comes out of the West. However, from the East, it doesn't matter to me. I, I think if we get Colorado versus Tampa versus the Rangers or Carolina, it's going to be a phenomenal final. All right, when we come back, 
Our buddy Frank Schwab is going to join the program. I want to ask him about some NFL Week 1 opening lines, whether they're wild or right, especially this game between the Saints and the Falcons in Atlanta. That's next. Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports. Odds on. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Yes. Want more betting insights to give you an edge? Check out VSIN's Best Bets podcast. You can listen to daily sports betting highlights from the entire 24 7 stream of VSIN experts tracking line moves, odds, props, wins, losses, and bad beats from sports books right here in Las Vegas and all across the country. Download the VEASAN Best Bets podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw, and it's time. The Schwab man cometh. Our buddy Frank Schwab from Yahoo Sports Senior, NFL writer and betting analyst, joins us every Wednesday as he does again today. Good morning from Colorado, Denver, Colorado, where they're planning the ticker tape parade for getting out of the second round tonight, I hear. Like, I'm just glad you could join us. It's been what? Like, I, I think we were talking about, like, the last NFL season last time I saw you. So <laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us. I appreciate that. And, yes, people excited about the Avs are finally getting out of the second round, maybe. We'll yeah. see. Frank Schwab, the star of Rush Hour right here on Visa. <laughs> Let's start off with this Eastern Conference in the NBA. I know you're on the Celtics to win the series, but is the right way to approach this Instead of laying points tonight and tomorrow night, as they're favored by two and a half in Florida, and they'll be favored by six and a half or seven Friday night in Boston, to get plus 150 on Celtics and six. Yeah, I do like that. I, I think that as zigzag as this series has been so far, you look at this heat injury report, and it, it's tough to back them tonight. It's Hero's probably not going to play, I assume. I haven't seen anything lately, but that's a multi-week injury he's dealing with, so I doubt he plays. And we always think that, like, Oh, just because a guy plays, he's going to be fine. Well, not necessarily. These guys are playing at 80, 90 percent tops, and you just can't keep up with the Celtics that way. I think this line move to finally having the Celtics as a road favorite is justified. And again, if you like them to win tonight, you like them to win game six, too. And I think that plus 150 to have them taking this series in six does seem like value to me. I think that that's the way this series is going. And I hate it because, you know, I've been talking for months about how much I like the heat, but the Celtics are just the better team right now by a little bit, and the injury report makes a kind of a no contest in my mind. Yeah, I think we're all three in agreement here that Boston gets it done in six. Frank, this postseason has been blowout city pretty much with the exception of a couple of games. Any idea why this has been the case where it's been so one-sided? I, I can't figure it out for the life of me. I can't either. I was just talking about that with somebody else because – it's it's like there is drama within the series, like the the Buck Celtics series with seven and yeah. all that kind of stuff. The Mavs Suns. It's not like we're getting sweep a sweep sweep, but the individual. How many games have we played by now? About seventy, and maybe five have come down to the last minute. Like I, it's just crazy to me how within each individual game there's no drama. Like this series is. This heat, the Celtics series, the average winning margin is 15 and a half. If, if you settle down to your couch watch game four, it's like, well, okay, the Heat are down 20 in the first quarter. I can find something else to do in my night. So I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. It's been some crazy zigzag stuff going on, blowouts everywhere. I don't know how to really approach it. I don't know what's the reason for it. It's, it's really, really strange to me, though. Frank, right here at Circuit, we put up a finals preview uh, matchup, and we have Golden State minus $1.30, Celtics 
plus 110. Would you still continue to back the Celtics at a plus price in the NBA Finals? I would. I, I just think they're – look, the, the Warriors played great, and they've surprised me, honestly. I thought the Mavericks could give the Warriors a series. Maybe that still happens, but I doubt it because the Warriors are so good at home. I just think the Celtics – look, there was that cutoff point at about January 29th. They were 500. Since that point, they have been the best team in the NBA. They were analytically the number one defense in the NBA and the number one offense in the NBA from January 29th on to the end of the regular season. They've beat the Bucks in seven games. They, you know, they destroyed the Nets in the first round. They're probably going to beat the Heat, another good team. At some point, we just have to admit, look, the Celtics are really, really good. And I think they're a better team in that series. And if you're giving me a plus price, absolutely going to take it. Not that I guess Warriors play great offense, good team, but I also watch a you know, kind of struggle against Memphis. Uh, you know, you, you've seen the Warriors at least show some signs of weakness where I just haven't seen that from the Celtics. This is an elite defensive team, superstar of Tatum. I, I like everything about Boston right now. Talking with Frank Schwab, senior NFL writer for Yahoo Sports. Frank, I want to talk about some week one lines in the NFL and this game between the Saints and the Falcons in Atlanta. Saints, a four-point road favor in an interdivision game. Do you agree with the spread being that high? I, I know we had just talked about how you're on the Falcons here, and I don't get it. I, you'd have to talk me into that because the Falcons might be the worst team in the NFL. I mean, if you're somebody at some point is going to post odds on first pick in the draft, and I'll probably take some on the Falcons because what do they do well? They had 18 sacks last year, 11 fewer than every other team, and didn't really do much to help that. Their defense just isn't that good. Their offense is even worse. Might be the worst offensive line in football. Their top running backs, a 31-year-old converted receiver. The number one running, number one receiver is a rookie. That their quarterback is Marcus Mariota, who last time we saw him was getting benched by the Titans, and they took off after that. There's nothing about the Falcons I like at all. The only thing that's keeping me from really loading up on the Saints here is the Jameis question. If if he's not ready for Week One from that ACL, who do they go to? But I do assume he's going to be ready. The Saints at least can play defense. I don't know about everything else. I don't know if Alvin Kamara is going to be, you know, suspended or not suspended or in jail or whatever the heck's going to happen to him. So that I'm a little worried about that, but I think this number is going to end up being closer to six than it's going to go the other way. The, the Falcons are awful. They're, they're a bad, bad football team. And even under four and a half wins this year for the Falcons, that might not scare me off. I might even take the under on it. I take it you're not as high on Felipe Franks as I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not, not not taking him for MVP or anything like that. No, I'll, I'll pass. Might be team MVP if he's lucky. He's got a good fastball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Couldn't make it work at Arkansas or in Gainesville. Uh, Frank, I want to ask you real quickly. Uh, got to be a lot of excitement in Denver. I know you live there, but you do cover the NFL. Russell Wilson coming in. Can't remember the last time we've seen a division with these types of quarterbacks in there. How dangerous can this Denver team be? I Look, I get a lot of people might be picking them, uh, but I still think the Chargers and I think the Raiders acquiring Chandler Jones are two facets you have to keep an eye on in terms of the AFC West. I don't think it's Kansas City by, uh, you know, a slam dunk by any margin at all. No, I, I prefer the Chargers, but that's more just I like the Chargers and I like Justin Herbert. It's not really a fate of Russell Wilson or anything. The one thing you hear sometimes is, well, what if Russell Wilson's washed up? Well, look what happened last year. Wait, who, wait hold on, such Frank, a Frank. Who's saying Russell Wilson is washed up? Not maybe not washed up, but has lost something. Uh, that he's not the same guy, and that's why Seattle. Well, when you got to run for your so life, it's a little bit of a strong. For the last, yeah, five. right, exactly. <laughs> and on. he had a finger injury. Look, we all saw that finger, 
And he shouldn't have been back last year. He, I give Russell Wilson all the credit for coming back. I still think Russell Wilson is significantly in his prime. He's an MVP candidate this year. They got a really, really good team around him. I just prefer the Chargers a little bit more. And the Raiders are interesting. I've kind of flip-flopped on them. I said, hey, this team won 10 games last year. They added Devontae, they added Chandler Jones. But when you start to look at how they won those games, a lot of close games. Their point differential is bad. You start to realize regression is going to be hitting the Raiders, and they play in the toughest division I've seen. It is the toughest division, one through four. I've ever seen. So I, I prefer the Chargers. I already got bets on them. But, you know, the Broncos are, are legit. They're they're very good. The, Russell Wilson's going to change everything. And he's not this kind of guy. Look, when teams switch to when quarterbacks switch teams, sometimes it takes a little while. Russell Wilson, I guarantee you, is in there. He, he's just a robot. He's in there 18 hours a day, I bet. Getting everything right. He's a Peyton Manning, Tom Brady type, where he's going to be fine in year one. So I, I just, I don't know how you could bet the Chiefs right now to win the division. How I many, think that's the key. How could you do that? Frank, how many years can a person go in their NFL career and be said they're an MVP candidate every year, they're the leading candidate, and have never gotten a vote for MVP? <laughs> how long? <laughs> 20 years before we start saying they're an MVP I mean, candidate? It depends how many years you've been coached by Pete Carroll, I guess. That's that's the, exactly. you know, I mean, if, you know, as long God. as, I, I always wondered with the Seahawks, like, why didn't they wake up every day saying, Thank God we found Russell Wilson in the third round. How that happened, we don't know, but we got him. He's going to throw 600 times a year because he's one of the top three quarterbacks in football. They just said, no, no, we're going to run Chris Carson 35 <laughs> times a game because I don't get that. I, it's a, crazy to me that Russell Wilson has never received an MVP vote. Not even just been in the mix. He's he's never gotten one single MVP vote. He's about 14 to one this year, and why can't he win it? I think the Broncos are saying, We'll let you do. We'll let you throw the ball. We don't care. I mean, yeah, we got some good running backs too, but we want we've invested in you, and we're going to get our money's worth. So I think Russ is going to have a huge year, and as long as they make the playoffs, and I think they will one way or another. I think he's he's going to get some, he's going to get those MVP votes. I really do. And then it's just a matter of if Justin Herbert has a bigger year or something like that. But I think 14 to one, no doubt. I, I think has good value on that. Well, speaking of week one lines, this is consensus three and a half. Denver on the road in Seattle that first Monday night. I heard Jay Cornegay talk about when they made their opening week numbers and several guys in the room at the Westgate made this number six. Don't you think three and a half is awful short? The only thing worrying me is Russ is an emotional dude and he this is going to be tough for him to just turn it all off. Like that, if it was Eddie's got to deal with new team and all that, there's just a lot going on in his head week one. And you know the Seahawks know how to play him. You, you know they know his weaknesses, so... I don't know, though. Yeah, I've already bet the Broncos minus four because it's only going to go up. This Seahawks team, if they trot out Drew Locke, like, what are you doing? Are we even in the NFL right now? Like, what? you've watched Drew Locke's tape, and you said, yeah, that's our guy. We're totally fine replacing Russell Wilson with Drew Locke. Like, I don't – sometimes Pete does such weird things that I, I just don't understand it, and this is one of them. I think the Seahawks are going to be another one of those bad teams. Maybe not as bad as the Falcons, but – they're going to be bad, and the Broncos are probably going to get over on them on that first Monday night. Russell Wilson not receiving an MVP vote, Mike. It is the fault of Frank and all his brethren, all these scribes out there. Frank, you can give us your rebuttal next week. We're out of time. Sorry. Thanks for the time, Frank. Appreciate we'll, it. We'll talk to you next week. Say hi to Danny Burke for us. <laughs> when we come back, it's the Palm Reader Playbook and 12 Inches of Shaw. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. 
Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game winner ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my game. <laughs> From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers is your home for betting the French Open. Log in any day of the French Open to receive a 20% profit boost that you can use live in play bet on the French Open. The top half of the men's draw is loaded and it's shaping up to be an amazing Grand Slam event. To get your free profit boost today and every day at betrivers.com or on the Bet Rivers app. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. <laughs> Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. Amal, you were on a three game winning streak, betting streak going into yesterday. You passed yesterday. I know you have a play for us today. Yeah, and I'm upset that I passed because I like the Oilers. I like the over in that game. I thought the Rangers were in a pretty good spot, but and, and I ended up playing the under in Edmonton last. Uh, the Edmund, the Rangers under, and then the Edmonton game. But a nice ticket if you parlayed those two I, home teams on thanks, the, puck, thanks, on the puck line. Yeah, I thought about that afterwards. I, <laughs> I was so mad. Um, Going to go with the hockey game tonight here. Uh you know, one more game, and Britain can add this in. I'm going to take the Boston Celtics tonight. I didn't put that in the plays, but I'm going to take them. Got the Avalanche minus a goal and a half, um, plus uh, even money here against St. Louis. I believe they closed it out. 
Mike, I like the C's to break this thing up. I like Boston to win the game. I, I just think they're the more complete team. I feel like their games where they've been deficient, it's been one big quarter by Miami. I, I think Boston is going to be able to play all four quarters tonight well, and I think they win. I want to tell him, add to me. I want, can you type in the graphics on the screen as they, or a starburst or something? Add a one unit play for me, Celtics in six plus 150. I like that. I like, I'm going to go with my man. I'm all, okay. Uh, what do I have for you today? It's a couple baseball plays, and there's some soccer. Soccer starts back up uh, a little bit here. I'm going to take you, Darvish, today against Andy Ashby. Who's I know he the, pitching against Josh Towers? Andy Ashby, close, <laughs> close. I'm surprised at the cheap price on, on you at home. $1.30, $1.32. I'm going to play him for the whole game here. No hater for the Brewers. Um, low scoring series. Last night we saw it again. 3 2 Padres opening night, 4 1 Brewers last night. Yeah, absolutely right. This team, this series continues to stand. Here's the question for you. If Towers was pitching against Darvish mm-hmm. and he could bet on the game, who would he take? He would take Darvish. Absolutely. How could he concentrate the pitch with all the, the star boy? <laughs> star boy getting his eyes looking at that guy, you Darvish. He's still betting he's still betting the Dodgers in game seven of the World Series. Uh, now, we talk about the Europa League. This is the Europa Conference final tonight. And my guy, the great Mourinho, coaching AS Roma, they're going against the Rotterdam side, Feyenoord, Nord, or however you say it. Now, this game is being played in the scenic Albania. Um, I'll go off at noon. You could bet Roma, this is a three-way play here, Roma to, to win in 90, plus 140, or you could take Roma minus 150 to hoist the Europa Conference Cup. I'm going to take the better price at plus 140 here. And then Paul Blackburn, really underrated for the ace. He hasn't had a bad outing yet, going against Robbie Ray today. Let me try this first five in the Mariners again, under three and a half, minus 105. And as I said, Celtics in six, plus 150. No concern with the three and a half in that one between the A's and the M's? There's a certain concern. I'm concerned at six because my teams always seem to mess this up in the fourth and fifth inning. But I just think you're going to get a better start out of it. There's no punch. Britain has compiled all these statistics. I don't know if they mean much here. But <laughs> that we have here in the rundown. But I mean, the, the, when you look at the Athletics, uh, their third, their worst batting average, least total basis per game. They just don't have any punch in their lineup. Um, third and and at bats per home run, the Tigers are worse than that. They 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 they're neck and neck with the Tigers in the top three in every negative category statistically to the Robbie Ray side. And then his Blackburn's been solid in every outing, so we'll go under three and a half there. Uh, Amal, let's talk about some baseball today here. Dodgers, Bueller now has six wins. He wasn't sharp again. Gave up, what did he give up? Two or three against that AAA lineup the Nats throw out there. I think Walker Bueller is a very good pitcher. I feel about Russell Wilson the way you feel about Walker Bueller. He was never as good as you thought he was, and Bueller never as good well, as let me I tell you thought right he now, was. We're not going to talk baseball if okay. you're going to give me such a ridiculous statement like that. Russell Wilson has been a top five quarterback for the last half a dozen years in that league. But never gets a vote. I can't help it if people don't know what the hell they're doing when they're voting on MVP. Rode the back of a great defense to his one Super Bowl win. First of all, should have been two. Should have been two. And, you know, you know, in that Super Bowl, my only bet was Russell Wilson, no INT plus 135. Ha, well, you had to have it locked up. On the goal. I, 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 should have goal said, I thought I won the Unless they take a sack or an offensive holding, there's no way he's going to pass the Exactly ball. right. What a bad beat that is. <laughs> I never heard my, that story. Oh, yeah. That was my That's, only bet of the entire Super Bowl. Everyone's like, oh, I go, this would be a tight game. Then they had the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. I said, I mean, I I didn't think, I thought it was going to be a tight, tough game, but um, listen, Walker's a very good pitcher, but I put him in that uh, Garrett Cole category. He just has not had the opportunity to face off against a fake tough guy, so we can call him out. Yeah. 
How about uh, the Red Sox? What they did to Dylan Cease? You called it yesterday. They're catching fire, Amal. You said it. They, they scored 10 runs before the White Sox even scratched last night. Deceased was dead Deceased. by the third inning. I'm telling you, uh, this, this. how can you have four guys hitting 300 and you not score any runs and be 12 games below 500? you got to give Boston credit for one thing for about the last decade, decade and a half. Everybody can hit. They, they, they always hit. have guys, and they're three, four, and five that can just flat out hit the baseball. If you can actually keep the ball within, oh, I don't know, say five feet of the plate, you can win games up in Fenway from a pitching standpoint. Are you tempted to see how hot these Red Sox are tonight and take a Oh, it's down to a dollar. I saw this line as high as a dollar seventy. Get back a dollar fifty. You got, but you got to take Richie Hill up against Giolito tonight. <laughs> Can't. Do how it. about over seven and a half? The way they're hitting yeah, the, the way they're hitting it. And yeah, Richie Hill. Hill on the money. <laughs> um, I, I can't take Rich Hill. That's my issue. I'd take over. I haven't even thought about it. Take over. So I was prepared to take a shot with him plus 150, though. Or how about the reverse run line? You like that reverse run line with the dogs. Well, I do. And <laughs> by, by the way, how about last night? The Giants beating me. I had the run line last night. They're up 8-2. And they came back and won the game after they got down three. <laughs> I know. My guy, Edwin Diaz, blew it in the ninth. Yeah, well, Four hits and a walk he gave up in the ninth. I, I look at the fact that the Giants gave up seven, kind of blowing that game to begin with. Not fair to Logan Webb. He leaves the game leading eight to two. Hey, brutal on but that But they one. did get a key win. They needed to win that game. They the did. Diamondbacks they lost five were gonna, The Diamondbacks were going to pass them for third place. Meanwhile, down three in the sixth. They come back Six and win three, the game. They come back Just bat them whenever spot. they get down two or more runs. Dude, how about, you know, it's so <laughs> unfortunate that all these teams look up at the Dodgers because they have the bankroll, they have the talent, everything, and we know what the Dodgers are going to do. But how well, I mean, you look at Arizona. Can we get a little fan support, a little ownership support for the Diamondbacks? They're above 500 now. Yeah, 23 and 22. They get the night off tonight. The Dodgers play an early game in D.C. and then fly to Arizona. Four-game series this weekend starting tomorrow. Yeah, they'll probably go one and three. No, they, they can beat the Dodgers in their home park. They can beat them. They can't win at Chavez. Three and 26, their last 29 at Chavez Ravine. Do- Dodgers offense is getting cooking offensively. Let me tell you what I did last night. I got I to gotta tell you this story. Because... I was betting no in the innings and totals in the Padres game last night. And the other game that was on was this, this um, game with the Royals and the Diamondbacks. And I don't, I don't want to bet because they're down and they're always coming back. But so going into the top of the eighth, they were up 8-6. And the end game number uh, was 14 and a half. So no more runs. You got to get nine outs, right? Mm-hmm. But it was plus 130. So I thought maybe I'll take a shot at it. Ian Kennedy comes in, right? So I'm saying, if Ian Kennedy gets six outs, I just got to get through the bottom of the eighth. And I could actually, if I wanted to, bet the Diamondbacks minus two and a half runs plus $3 to get off the ticket. Ian Kennedy comes in, boom, 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 13 pitches, he gets out of the inning. I don't take, I don't take the plus, and they don't score in the bottom of the eighth. So I'm thinking, oh, Ian Kennedy, three more outs. I got this locked up, plus 130. Too late to bet it now in game. Oh, no, Malansang. Here comes Malansang. He's only blown five saves so far this year. But he, I don't know how you swing and miss a pitch of his. But anyhow, <laughs> he got through the ninth. A couple hard hit balls, line drives. But we got out of it, uh, and, and we got the under 14 and a half. Guardians, and a guy that I like tonight, the Cleveland team in Houston, where they lost last night with the Oxygen Thief. I like Cal Quantrill. You know how I bet Cal Quantrill unders, and it's usually pretty profitable. He's taking on Christian Javier tonight. Astros, a $1.90 favorite at home. Total eight and a half of all. Ah, this Astros team here, you got to go run line or no play. Maybe the Tribe, I keep saying the Tribe. I grew up in Cleveland, so obviously I'm going to kind of have that in my vernacular. But you like them at plus 160 here? I'd look at under four and a half, first five, though. Quantrill's always like, he's one of those guys like Danny Mingden. Remember Danny Mingden 
you'd always get those fives with that mustache. And I always said he throws enough strikes and, and, and misses enough bats that you can get the five and you get the number here. Quantrill's still an underrated pitcher in the market. He's actually their second best. You could argue he's their best pitcher right now with Bieber being off. I, it's not a bad argument. Savali's been terrible. Yeah, the oxygen been. thief has been terrible as well. I, you know, for me, I tend to, in college football and college basketball, I look at certain conferences, mm-hmm. and I'll still even bet other conferences that I may yeah. not follow quite as closely as some of the other leagues. But in baseball, Mike, I got to tell you, I'm not involved in a lot of games in either uh, um, league's central division. And even though the Astros are out west, I, it just Astros, the M's, I might bet an Angels game I or bet two. A lot of, I, I bet, bet a lot, lot of A's of, games. I bet a lot of Twins and, and, and Guardians games. I, I am not involved in yeah. too many of the games of these t- types of teams. So I feel like sometimes when you ask me these questions on like Houston or some or Cleveland, I'm just like taking a pass, but I, I just never get involved in their games. The Norseman got his revenge last night. Syndergaard and the Angels beat the Rangers. Reed Detmers of the no-hitter uh, taking on Otto tonight. Angels $1.60 on the overnight total, eight and a half. Parting thoughts, Amal? Uh, you know, this is an impressive win last night for the Angels. They needed that one, but uh, Detmers pitched well. Better yeah. than I thought. I, I think this team's still underrated because they're in the shadow of the Astros. But uh, 170, I don't think that's that bad a price with Detmers. Now he he got a no decision in Texas, was up 3 nothing, and left the game when it was 3-3. Stay tuned to Visa. Up next, betting across America. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 